What is up? What is up? It's the cocktail hour. It's myself. It's Chase. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw your name out here, I thought uh, it was Ramon Sessions, the, the NBA journeyman point guard that we're having on tonight, man. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm not him. I mean, I want to leave that mystique out there that I might be him. Um, you, might, you, you might you might have played in the NBA, had a cup of tea in the NBA. Yeah, I might have. I might have. Um, dude, like, I don't know if I told you this, but I got to stand up in the wedding, and I'm the only SOB that didn't ha- didn't play in the NBA. So, like, like it's going to be boom, 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 and then me. It's like are, it's, it's going to be pretty are, are they at least stair stepping you guys, or are they or are they moving you? Are they putting you like awkwardly in the middle of, of all these guys? Like you just kind of like you just know be, went to the hole in the middle of a wedding. <laughs> well, here all these guys are like these guys. These guys are all multimillionaires, like just insane, like all multimillionaires. Yeah. And yeah. when the when the NBA All Star game was here in um, here in Chicago a couple years ago, um, you know. The dude who, of course, the guy with the with the most amount of money, because that's how they are, is the cheapest mofo in the in the thing. Right, go to right. The steakhouse out here. I'm looking at everything. I'm like adding up in my head. This dude, the bill comes, and he's all given the perception like he's got it, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it. He breaks out his freaking iPhone and starts breaking down to the penny how much all the fucking <laughs> else. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, listen, dude, you have how many NBA championships? You have an NCAA yeah. championship. Your like your net worth is well over twenty million. Yeah, and you're penny pinching me for like a twenty, like freaking like hundred hundred seventy five bucks for a dinner. It's like, come on, dude. So like you, those guys you can cover that grass fed wagyu dog. <laughs> like that's how I feel. <laughs> those with those guys being dicks, it's gonna they're gonna put me in a position where I look up. up. I'm already mentally preparing for that. You're already, yeah. I'm already messing, and I'm like, dude, I, dude, this is day nine of like no bread, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. So already you're on edge because I don't know about yeah. you. If I don't get my toast, then I'm, I'm dude, probably. I'm like locked in. It's like I'm like Rocky training for Ivan Drago just to go to this wedding. Nice, nice. <laughs> just, just, you're up in Chicago in the cold in a cabin doing one arm push ups, chopping wood. <laughs> you know what? You, you're gonna have to come here. You can come down to my garage, sit in a buggy, and I can start shoulder pressing you, dude. <laughs> and you can just be yelling again. <laughs> um, oh God, dude, yeah. if we if we just sent Stallone to the Ukraine, we could have solved this problem weeks dude, ago. We absolutely monstrous day in sports. And um, a couple weeks ago, you and I were talking, and we were talking if teams were going to start copying what the Rams did. And I think we saw that first domino. Yeah. Um, the Broncos traded Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, Drew Locke, two first rounders, two second rounders, and a fifth rounder for Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Yeah. Um. Wow. So – a lot of layers. The first thing <laughs> that I'm thinking is this. Like, Schefter tweeted that out, and he said this has been in the works for a couple of weeks. Now, with Nathaniel Hackett's history, he's not going to get that job unless he's kind of like, hey, I got, you know, Rogers, old A-Rod's coming with me. Because, like, if you right. look at his track record as an OC, it's not that impressive. Right. Um, right. Dude, this is a lot, man. You look, the Rams gave up golf, two firsts, and a third for Stafford. Right. Uh, this is a lot. What? Where's your, where's your head on this little this little trade bomb, this little Schefter bomb that dropped today? You know, I was listening. I was watching, like, uh, John Mulaney's, uh, you know, his uh, – monologue from saturday night live the other day and he's talking about how while he was in rehab like they did this exercise called breaking up with your drug dealer where you had to like block like your old drug dealer and be like hey like i'm sober now don't contact me anymore i feel like that's what they're doing with john elway and draft picks is they're just like 
We're saving you from yourself. We're blocking you from the draft. We're only gonna take. We're only gonna give way too much. Let's just. I want us to get that on the record. Way too much for for known entities. It's it's it is way too much. And you think about it. My issue is this: is as anyone like as you probably know, and I like big men. I like I like football's one in the trenches. Shelby Harris is a one of the best defensive linemen in the game. And you're losing your best guy at the point of attack. And you're in a league in a, sorry, in a division that has Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. And I'll, you know what? The Raiders, they, they're improving. You know, mm-hmm. they, they were better than I thought they would be last year. Derek Carr, is a seasoned vet. O-line has got better toward the way when the year started progressing. I don't know, man. I like, I I'm thinking I'm going to play Denver, not to, not to make the playoffs and the under. I kind of like that quite honestly. I, I mean, yeah, you said it like you're kind of, you're kind of going to want to tackle those, those guys that you're going against in the, in the AFC West, like, which has now just become, insane within in terms of how much quarterback talent they have regardless of how you feel uh, about dangerous um but like man i don't know it's it's too much i mean also noah fant you gave up noah fant too at the yeah. same time like how fleeced can you possibly get like i understand they had a blueprint of what they did with like peyton manning but you know what like peyton manning was released and they just picked him up like they didn't like sell they didn't, they didn't fire sale the entire team to get Peyton Manning. So like, it just, it feels, it feels like they're trying to force themselves into something that won for them previously, just like, but doing it by any means necessary, not realizing how hamstrung they've just left themselves. And let's be honest. Like, it's not like Wilson has been all that the last couple of years. I really think like people have kind of fell in love with the name and that's where yeah. people are kind of getting this this stuff i mean let me um let's just go through the quarterbacks in the afc you tell me if you think wilson's better um, okay josh josh allen no um mac jones yes yeah 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 i agree with that i mean i'm not even going to ask you about two i'm just going to say yes um, <laughs> agree <laughs> I'm um, not even going to ask about Zach Wilson. I'm just going to say yes. Agree. Uh, Joe Burrow. No. Okay. Uh, no. Um, Mason Rudolph. I'll say yes, just because. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Baker Mayfield. I'm going to yes. say yes. I'm gonna say it's, God, it's it's tight. That's sad because it's dicey. It's it, dicey it, it, that answer. Um. Lamar Jackson, a healthy Lamar. Definitely not. Definitely um, not. Ryan Tannehill. No. No. Carson Carson Wentz. I'm gonna say he's better than Wentz. Yeah, I will always say. Yeah, I I have a very very low opinion of Carson Wentz. <laughs> Me too. Now, I'm gonna assume Deshaun Watson is playing. Sure. He's not better than Deshaun Watson. No, he's not. No, no. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Jury's out. Incomplete. I'm going to say yes. I mean, Lawrence looked like a nightmare last year. So yeah. right now, yeah, he is. Um, okay. Mahomes, no. No. No, 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 no. Carr, I'm going to say yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Herbert, no. No. Um, and then he plays for Denver. So I count eight. eight. Yeah, I that's mean, not exactly like, top flight. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of stuff. And is he really the missing piece? I mean, that O line's a train wreck. You know, oh. you 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 got to give him time to develop the play to develop and everything. So yeah, I just I don't know what's going to happen. And then on the flip side of that. Um, I'm hearing all these fantasy guys hype up Cortland Sutton, hype up um, Jerry Judy, hype up Tim Patrick. 
As someone that has been a DK Metcalf owner two years in a row, I Same. can tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, Same. I, I, I can tell you. I can tell you. You know, uh, yeah. There's no reason team. that the human bat suit shouldn't be scoring a hundred touchdowns a year. Quite honestly, DK dude, Metcalf. Yeah, I mean, the dude is absolutely insane with what you know what he can do. Um, and you're just not throwing him the ball. I wonder, do you think they move him now? Do you think they just go total rebuild? I don't, I'm not sure if they do. I don't, I don't know. I, I, cause you think about it, like the Ravens need a wide receiver. The Lions need a wide receiver. Um, the bears need a wide receiver. You know, there's a lot of teams that need that wide receiver one. I wonder if they move them. If you can get someone who can spin it. And that's your quarterback, because I got to think that there's no way they're going with Drew Locke. I, I can't – I don't see it. I don't see them getting, getting Drew Locke. So if you can get someone – if you somehow through free agency or or through the draft get someone who so can like spin Mitch, it. Like a Mitch Trubisky type? Like the truth, yeah. Like, like the truth. truth. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, that's – then maybe keep him. Otherwise, I don't know. I, it doesn't – I mean, Pete Carroll seems to be stuck in like turn of the century, like when he was winning championships at – at USC, like I'm going to run the ball first in a pass league, in a pass first league, and I don't know, I don't know what he's planning, and I don't, uh, I don't know. I feel like the Broncos might also be taking on like a locker room headache because he's, I, I've heard that like the guys that play with Russ like really just don't like Russ, like they kind of think he's a dick. Um, I can see that. I like I can. I, I, I can kind of see people not liking him and kind of him coming off, you know, a little dickish. Yeah. A little dickish just because I don't know. And then there's all these rumors like Carol, like got rid of Sherman because Sherman and Russ got into it. And I don't know. It's going to, I would just tamper my expectations. I'm seeing everyone tweet out, you know, Broncos futures and everything. I like, I'm going to go the opposite way. Totally Is Nathaniel Hackett going to have Will Ferrell in to cool everybody out? No, <laughs> that only happens in Seattle. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I, I'm just going to taper my expectations. I'm going to say Broncos don't make the playoffs. I'll bet the under win total because they'll probably be at nine. I'll say they don't even improve from last season. That they don't Ooh. win more, more than one, more than another game Ooh. than they did with with Steady Teddy. Steady Teddy, two glove Teddy, two glove. Two, Two Teddy gloves. two gloves. Yes. I, I think what happens if Teddy two gloves goes to Seattle and just, just wreck shit. That's what I'd love to see. I would yeah, love that would... <laughs> that would be so great. That would because, be amazing. Cause let me, let me paint a picture for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. It's basically got Murray and the front office, like basically fighting right now on social media. Cause Murray wants money. A little bit of a train wreck. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you got the San Francisco 49ers who are moving on to Trey Lance. Started two games. We really don't know what we have. Question mark. Yep. You have Geno's Rams Rams, um, who it seems like they have 28 free agents. Right. Jay Torres um MCL. Woods had a serious injury. Uh Allen, the offensive lineman, is a free agent. And um, Whitworth could be retiring. Right. So, I mean, and they got guys on the defensive end. So you kind of sit back and look, you put someone stable there. They improve the offensive line, gets a couple defensive dudes. You know, Seattle could be a little interesting. <laughs> What's <laughs> another name for stable? Steady. Um, steady Teddy. Steady Teddy. Let Steady Teddy do this damn thing. I love Teddy Bridgewater. I do. I I don't know what it is. Does he have necessarily the numbers to like back up my love? I, no. Uh, I don't know. I I've always had a, had a soft spot for for Teddy Bridgewater. I think it was when he got his knee blowed up, uh, playing for the Vikings. I was just like, you know what? He was gonna be something. I think. And then my, my soft spot for Teddy came when I was always just betting Louisville. Minus the points for the first half, right? I mean, his like his last year. You want to talk about a truck bet? That bet was just boom, 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 boom. God, that that's when Teddy got in my heart. Right, right. Money. It's the fastest way to a to a gambler's heart, right there. Fastest way. You win me money. I love you. 
Yeah. You, you lose me money. You know, uncle, good old uncle, uncle Rico over here is not a fan of you. Um, right. <laughs> ashes to ashes, dust <laughs> to dust. You son of a bitch. You're dead to us. Um, the next, the other big one. And, you know, if you just kind of sit back and look at it and just kind of separate yourself from the situation, it makes sense to me that mm-hmm. Rogers is staying in Green Bay. What do you think? Yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Uh, it, it completely makes sense. It, it, I don't think, I don't think it made sense for him to start everything last year. It completely, completely makes sense for him to come back this year. I'm just so done. I'm so done with Aaron Rodgers. Like I'm just done with him as a human being. Like I'm just like, all right, you're, you're a trash person, and I am, and you are completely irredeemable in my eyes. Like I just. I don't know. I think he's a weird dude. And as a fellow kind of weird dude, like I, I, you know, I understand that, but like, I don't know, just like going on the McAfee show, the whole like alternative COVID thing. Like I'm just done with you, buddy. See, this is now, this is going to be a thing that's going to blow people away. It'll probably blow you away. You may, you, it may tarnish our friendship. Sure. I don't like, Pat okay. McAfee. I, don't, I don't like old patty boy. I find that guy so effing annoying. And it's like everyone I talk to loves him. I can't fucking stand him. I actually, I mean, I don't mind that take in the slightest. Like I, I can completely can see that. Like I I think when he tells like he has a couple funny stories about playing in the NFL. And then outside of that, he's a little bit outside of his depth. And yeah. like I agree, like it, it, the steez, the steez gets a little annoying after a while. Yeah, it's really annoying, and I just can't. I don't know. And then, like, Mike comes from there'd be those Thursday night games on ESPN, and they brought him on, and he was so goddamn annoying. And it's funny, like, people hate watching games with me, and I actually started doing this because of goddamn effing Pat Pat McAfee. Uh-huh. I watch games now on mute. Like, I I don't listen. I have the sound off, and like, it's kind of helped me become a better gambler, just because like I'm watching the game and not listening to what other people are saying to so other I'm, people's opinions. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of helped my gambling a little bit Um, in terms of let's just go through the NFC. Cause this is when you really look at this, this is absolutely mind boggling. This is what I want to tell. This is my question to you. Okay. Let's, let's come up with the top five teams in the NFC. Oof, okay. All right. So, I mean, number one, it's either going to be the Packers or the Rams. I would agree. Yeah. Number one, one three, A. Cowboys. Because here's the thing. Eagles, you have Jalen Hurts as your yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Um, the second half of the season, I like what they did. Um, they started running the ball more, which was great. But the coaching staff did panic in the playoffs and abandoned the run game a little bit too early. True. Um, True. Washington has no quarterback. And their None. defense vastly underapproved last year. Giant Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah. You know, a guy that is his first head coaching job. Minnesota Vikings, new coaching staff, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins, unforgettable. <laughs> Bears. Bears hired a coach who's was the defensive coordinator of the Colts that couldn't come up with a game plan to stop the Jaguars in the last game of the year. Trouble. So So, Lions trending in the right direction, potential playoff team. True. True. I agree. we We have Jared Goff. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No idea what's going on in the quarterback position. No clue. Yeah. Your Saints. New coach. No idea what's going on in the quarterback position. None. Zero. Zero clue. Falcons probably have one of the more stable quarterback positions in the NFL right now, in the NFC right now. As Sad to admit. Sad to admit, but correct, yes. Carolina. I mean, Darnold. what's going to happen there. Sam Darnold. What? what? Yeah. No offensive line. And possibly no McCaffrey. 
Yeah, because he's on the trade market now too. Um, yep. But with how many games he missed, does it really make a difference? Like, you no. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, you know, and we've mentioned the Cardinals, the whole thing with Murray. We don't know what's going on there. Um, 49ers, Lance, Seattle just traded Russ. I mean, are the Atlanta Falcons the fourth best team right now, as like right now in the NFC? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. I mean, no, it's a league that's built off a of quarterback play. It's a yeah. league that's built off a of quarterback play. So you, you give me, you give me any other team that's more stable at the quarterback position other than the ones that we've already mentioned. There's like, not one. There's not one. So like the Falcons right now. So what was it? What did we give out to our first episode? 60 to one. If you guys took that 60 to one, you're welcome. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're welcome. If you know JLo, give her my phone number. That's all you can. That's how you can thank me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So. Yeah. She still got it. <laughs> She still got it. I saw it in the hat. I've seen hustlers and I've seen the halftime, the halftime show from, from last year. And damn it. She still got it. You know what? I hate to ch- change the JLo, but my, one of the guys that's in this wedding, you know, and like, I can't say the names just because I'm associated with gambling. And like, we mm-hmm. saw the Ridley stuff, which I'll get to later. Um, sure. He, you know, he's out in LA for the summer and um, he's telling the story. He's like his trainer, sent him a message and was like, yeah, you're going to want to get here about like a little early, like 15 to 20 early today. And he's like, why? He's like, no, no, dude, trust me. Just trust yeah, me. Just he's like, here. trust me, get here early. He tells a story. He comes in and JLo is in the place working out. Okay. Now this is a guy that, you know, He's been on some teams with, with some good players. He's been in the gym with some some dudes that are well known, right? And he's like, she works out harder than NBA players do. She keeps he, it tight, man. He did. He's like, it was insane what she was doing. Like, just boom, 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 just nonstop. Yeah, nonstop, and still sweating like no other. Going on minute forty nine, the hottest chick he's ever seen in his life. Listen, to go from in living color, to go from in living color fly girl to international superstar, you know, put in that work, dude. I mean, he he flat like, God, I'm gonna have to video. I'm gonna he, I'm gonna have to have him tell the story, and then I'll get a voice distorter because I'm not doing it justice. This like. He said it was insane. He said it was absolutely positively insane seeing JLo work out. Meanwhile, um, Shakira has never worked out a day in her life and she only eats spiced meats like cut off of the that spinning <laughs> thing, you know, and she's true Argentinian fashion. I mean, dude. God, I remember we'd always listen to She Wolf before we go out for like one month, maybe two months, <laughs> like years ago. I have no idea. Me and my roommate would always like be like okay let's get her going you know let's get we'd always like couple shots we'd bust out a little she wolf dude i jesus you want to talk about a random song we listened to before you No, like fucking she wolf oh my god God. i regress dude um all right so we got the falcons as team four falcons as team four right (laughs) you know boy that's a good transition matt from j-lo to matt ryan um yeah yeah natural even (laughs) Team five. I mean, this is this is where it gets dicey because this is like here's the thing, guys. Like, this is where you can try to start locking in value. Like, yeah, I knocked yeah, in yeah. the Falcons at sixty to one. That means I like if stuff stays the way it is, I'm gonna have them for a home game. That big of a price, easy hedge, profit made. I'm done. Right. So this is how you guys have to be thinking. I mean, I don't know, like. So is the fifth best team the Cards, the Niners, the football team, or the Eagles? It pains me to say it, and it really does, because I don't know. I've had this just like, ugh, feeling with this team for a while, for the last couple seasons. It's the Niners. I think it's the Niners. I know they're they're going with Trey Lance. I'm not even. I'm still not sure if that was a good draft pick or not. But honestly, I feel like anything's an improvement over Garoppolo. See, that's the thing. Like, and you know, I've gone back and forth a lot of people. And now, as a Lions fan, oh. now keep in mind, Lions fan. 
Yeah, sure. You sure. give me a quarterback that has gotten to a Super Bowl right. <laughs> and an NFC Championship game. Yeah, dude, he's the freaking mayor, man. Like, yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. his nickname is the mayor, dude. Like, that's that's what we're calling the guy. What up, mayor? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But part of me wonders if Shanahan's the problem there, though. Uh, yeah, that strongly that strongly could be the issue. That one hundred percent could be the issue. I he the moment gets too big for him, and he just seems to piss down his leg uh, in big games. Like, and it goes back to being a coordinator too. Like, I don't know. I don't so, know if he just gets too cute or what the deal is. It's just I think he just gets too cute. I think like some of these guys, and I think this was your boy Sean Payne's problem. And I'm sorry to say this, yeah. I think they want to prove how smart they are. You know what I mean? Like, look at me yeah. I'm smart. instead of just saying, hey, hey, let's just, you know, line up Elvin Kamara on the outside, give him a swing pass and just just let him go yeah. to work. man. Or, or let's just pound the rock with Debo 30 times a game. Yeah, just anything. Um, yeah. Shefty just tweeted out another longtime Seattle guy on the move. Eight-time All-Pro and Pro Bowler Bobby Wagner is being released. Gutting, they're gutting this team. They're, this is a full-blown. This is so. This goes back to the thing we we're just talking about. Yeah, Lockett's got to be on the move. DK yeah. is probably on the move. Yeah. This is a total just boom. We're yeah. This I, I you know what? I kind of like it. They're gonna have, have to, to rename the draft. They're gonna have to rename the draft. It's no longer gonna be called the NFL draft. This year it's gonna be called Congratulations, you play for the Seahawks now. <laughs> <laughs> they turn into the thunder of the NBA. They yeah. just start getting pick, pick, pick. Everybody. Um, so I'm gonna read her off some prices. Dude, these prices are absolutely insane to me. I'm looking at um 49ers at 13 to one, I think are a little too low. You know, that's looking at the landscape of the NFC. Um, Cowboys fourteen to one. Also too low. Cardinals twenty eight to one. I don't want any business with the Cardinals just because I think Murray is not it. I don't think he's the answer at QB. No. Um, he's got that thing where he looks like a like a Pop Warner player because to me all Pop Warner players look like they have heads that are too big for their bodies whenever they're wearing a helmet, and so that just seals it for me. <laughs> Um, the Buccaneers twenty-eight to one. We have no idea who the after quarterback is. Yeah, that's that could either be the best value that you've just read off, or the worst value that you've just read off. Now, if they get Deshaun, like, geez, that's that's great value. That's insane yeah. value. Um, your Saints thirty-four to one. Still no idea what's going on at the quarterback position. Best bet in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't touch it. Quite honestly. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing as Tampa Bay. Is that could be the best bet or yeah. the absolute worst bet? Yeah. Um, the Vikings. Now, here's my thing with the Vikings. Now, you may not know this, but I like offensive line. Sure. And, sure. And sure. to me, the hands down, not even close, the best offensive line coaches were at Denison. What this guy's okay. able to do with the zone blocking scheme, absolutely insane. For those who don't know, for it was either five, six, or seven games about nine, ten years ago under the Rick Dennison zone blocking steam, Isaiah Crowell was the leading rusher in the NFL. I, Isaiah Crowell. You know, no disrespect to Isaiah Crowell, but he wasn't a top-tier running back. So they're totally going to be switching schemes. And I think what Dennison brought to the table – now, granted, I know it wasn't there last year, but all his groundwork was there because he mm-hmm. the whole COVID thing he did, like masks, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think that's going to be a big loss for them, offensive line, trench-wise. And I think Cook's going to take a little bit of a hit. So I'm a little apprehensive of the yeah. whole Vikings thing. Yeah. Um, they still play games later than 3 o'clock p.m., right, in the NFL, and the Vikings will have to play yeah. one or two of those games? I mean – According, like, I, I, I had this database I used. I think it was, like, Cousins was, like, 69% against the spread in 1 p.m. games. I mean, right. just a 1 p.m. god, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Corner TV, Scott Hansen never shifting his attention in Minnesota. That That's that's where Kirk Cousins thrives. Um, right. Right. 
Eagles 44 to 1, man. And that's kind of tempting, dude. A little I, I mess with that. I feel like you have no idea what you can get out of the Eagles. You could get you could have Jalen Hurts just take a, a massive step forward, and next thing you know, they're making a run. But like here, ugh, sorry, here's the thing. Um they the second half of the year, I did this thing, they were running the ball 44 times a game. And like that's when they had their big jump. Yeah. Because they were putting like less pressure on on um on um on uh, excuse me on Hertz. They were controlling the clock, defense was off less. Um and the coach just panicked, dude. Like if I were to tell you that they I think they had like an early down success rate running the ball against the Buccaneers, I think it was like 70% of the time. They averaged five yards of carry against the Buccaneers. And they sacked Tom Brady five times. You would have told me they won that game in the playoffs. Right. So, but the coach abandoned the run. So I don't know. Like, I, I still have some questions about the coaching staff being a little too young. He has, I feel like him and also other, uh, you know, other like giants coaches of the past all have this one kind of phenomenon, which is they, they just, have stupid faces and they look like stupid people. And so I'm not sure that it's not the case. Like he's very much got like dumb person face. And so, I mean, do you trust him? You know, do you trust someone who you think you look at and you're like, this is a dumb person. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like he's just, I just have my worries about the, the nest and I'm going to call him the football team. And you know what? I'm going to try to find a football team t-shirt the commanders at 50 to one. I mean, they're, they're all in on a quarter. They called, they called and were offering stuff for Mahomes. So, you know, they're definitely trying to make a play. Yeah. If they imagine 50 to one trying to make a play, when's they get Watson? I like the football team. I like the command, the command of team. Like I, I like them. I like, I like riverboat Ron. I would 100% take that shot. Shoot or shoot, and I would take a shot with the football manders. <laughs> the football manders. Um, Carolina's 55 to 1. No. Um, nope. Falcons are still 60 to 1, man. I think that's the best value on the board. Shoot or shoot. Take it. You know, I, I really think that's the best value on the board. Um, Bears, 70 to 1. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of this quarterback. Yeah. Um, not not quarterback, excuse me, head coach. Um mm-hmm. Lions. 120 to 1. You shut up and you take my money. <laughs> no respect, <laughs> man. No respect. I'll tell you what. But here's the thing: like, we just went through the whole NFC. You and I both agree it's a, it's very weak this year. Yeah. Like there's no reason why this team cannot make the playoffs next year. There's no reason they can't win a wild card and make a run. No reason. I mean, they have a good offensive line, DeAndre Swift. Um, Now just picture this, dude. Let's hypothetically, let's say they do add, they sign Allen Robinson or, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm getting a little excited. They trade for DK Metcalf. But, or (laughs) you have St. Brown. Mm Mm-hmm. And Robinson, we'll say Allen Robinson because he's a free agent. They have money. Allen Robinson is your wide receivers. Um, you have Josh Reynolds, who's a good three. You have Cespedes from Wisconsin, who was tearing it up before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. You got Hawk as your tight end. You mm-hmm. have arguably one of the better offensive lines in the NFC when healthy. You have a head coach that will eat your kneecaps like a goddamn chicken wing. <laughs> you have... DeAndre Swift and and um and Williams the running back. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad offense, dude. Not that at like all. like you, you start looking you're like oh, that's that's not that bad, man. And they started showing it. They that's the big thing is they started showing it like towards yeah. the end of the year. Like you you saw what Amon Ross, you started seeing what Amon Ross St. Brown can, can yeah. do. Like they he they did well enough that he's now on people's like radar. Um yeah, man. Yeah, there's no reason there's no yeah, reason they're, they're like a sneaky team. You know, I know. I, and I, I, I realize like, you know, they're, they're not going to win it unless something funky happens. But at that number, you're in my eyes, you're a fool if you not take that. Yeah. absolutely. Um, now here's something I had someone 
message me this and I'll ask you this too. How did you get into gambling? Um, so this might surprise people, but I used to be a little bit of a, uh, what Charles Barkley would call, uh, an athlete. I was, I was athletic. Um, I don't know, like for me, it really started with horses. Um, and it started after I could still like compete doing things. And it seemed like a, like a way to actually still like keep competing and doing things like, you know, especially with like horse racing, because it's like parimutuel betting. And like, it's like, all right, like when I win, I'm taking your money because I was right and you were wrong sort of yeah. thing. The other thing is I am insanely ADHD. And which means like, I can just, I love puzzles. Like I need stimulation. Yeah. I love focusing on puzzles and every single bet you make is a puzzle that you have to figure out. And so that's, that's the big thing. It's like, I had to have a pep talk with a buddy of mine one time before we went to the casino. It's like, listen, we're both ADHD. We both love puzzles. Let's make sure we get out of this casino alive. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're never going to figure out the puzzle that is the casino. Let's just make sure, let's make sure we're wearing clothes when we leave. I mean, for me, the, the town I grew up in had a tribal casino. There we go. And um, like now it's huge. It's like everywhere, huge places. I mean, they, I mean, dude, they, they had salt and pepper there two years ago. I mean, that's yeah. the level we're talking at. I mean, they had a little salt and pepper. Um, the so envelope, they, they, the envelope, <laughs> they push it. They push that envelope. <laughs> so, um, you know, I may have had a fake idea when I was younger. May have. You had to be 18 to get in there. And back then, this was like... It was in a, you remember those things you go to school, like a portable? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They had a portable room that was a blackjack room, a portable room that was a craft <laughs> table. You know, I mean, and you would have to literally go outside and go in. So here's me, like, young and naive, you know, and, like, I had my fake ID and, like, you know, mom, dad, you know, if you're watching, I'm sorry. You know, I don't don't kick the shit out of me next time I see you. I'm sorry. Sure, um, sure. You know, I go in there and, like, you know, I, you know, I got in, I was so pumped. There was this one, like just random dude at a blackjack table. I was like, dude, I've never played blackjack before you, you get to 21. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I knew how to play, but I've never, you know what I mean? Never really played, played. Yeah. Yeah. So I get down, you know, I'm here. I, I like hit on a 17 and it was just me and this other dude at the table. And this dude looks over at me and he's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like that, like he, I'm like, oh dude, I'm trying to get 21. He's like, do you understand the dealer has a motherfucking three out? He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, look, dude, I go, this is my first time playing. He's like, do you want me to tell you what to do? I go, yeah. So I'm sitting there, you know, we play a couple of hands. The dealer, the dealer shift after like four or five hands. This guy goes, okay, let's go. And I'm like, dude, why? He's like, let's go. And it was this guy named Brad. He was up from, of all places, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh And um, he started talking to me. I told him like, you know, about it. And I mean, dude, this was in high school. And like this guy basically told me like he bet sports for a living. Like, that's what this guy did all the way back then. Right. And, um, and I mean, this was the old school days when those offshore places would give you a debit card. Right. And you just go in there and then you type it in and you, you, you do it like that. That's how old school this guy was. And he took me under his wings. He gave me his phone number and he's like, I'm going to give you an education and you're ready to get blown away. Still to this mother effing day, I talk to this guy like like literally every day. And like he's so old school, he's got a flip phone. <laughs> like, but dude, him and I talk, and like during the NFL season, dude, like him and I are on the phone, I think like at least eight hours a week, man. I mean, this guy, what this guy has done for me, I can never repay him enough. Have and you it was just a total random, like total random thing. Have you ever seen the it's a PT Anderson movie? He like it came out before like Boogie Nights. Like this was his first like somewhat big movie. And it's called Heart Eight. No. 
you need to watch it because it's actually kind of similar to this. Really? Yes. Dude, never even heard of it. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's got John C. Riley. It's got Gwyneth Paltrow. You just need to, you need to check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. I see. That's the thing is like, I, I, especially, so just specifically with like horse racing, the reason I think like horse racing, a lot of people are saying, you know, it's, it's dying. And I, I will somewhat agree to that. I think part of it is, is the drugs, you know, the, the drugs, the juice that, that, that people are getting or using, but also I think it's, um, for me, like if I wanted to get an education in, in horse racing from someone who's been there before and someone who's done it, I had to search out strange men on the internet. You know what I'm talking about? Like I had to like meet people through like and, message and, boards. And Craigslist, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, just strange, strange message boards filled with old men talking about horses. And so like you had to search you like there it, it's so like uncommon now, but like with sports betting, like I don't know. I, I think that maybe maybe this is what I think should be my takeaway from us talking about this is that is take someone under your wing, man. Like if you know yeah. what you're doing, show them the game. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I anyone that my DMs, especially the JLo, if you're watching, are always open. You know, I'm yeah. like, I'll always answer questions. I got people hitting me up all the time asking me like why I did this, why, why I do that. And you know, I'm trying to help. You try to help. You know, and that's that's what we're here for. So if you guys have any help or, or need any advice, you know, DMs are always open. And the first key of advice we have with your professional athlete, do not download an app, input your name, social security number, <laughs> social security number, address, bank account. Yeah, and then bet occupation the, more than likely. And then bet on the league that you're playing in. What are you doing? God, like have a fence, go through a fence. Doing? If you're going to do this, what are you doing? And here's the funny thing. Like, and the funny thing is after this happened, I didn't know if you saw it, but on Twitter, you had all these Eagle fans say like adding the NFL saying they seem Jalen Rieger bet on games. <laughs> that's it. That's how much Eagle fans hate Jalen Rieger. Yeah, and they're right. saying that he bets on game <laughs> just to get him out, which is kind of funny. But dude, um, if you play for your e- if you play for the Eagles and you're not going to perform, <laughs> fucking be on your p's and q's is all I can say. Because uh, you were in a city of snitches. Dude, I, you know I have an Eagle story I'll have to get to after we get to the actually. Listen, uh, <laughs> it, it, here's my here's my take on the Calvin Ridley thing. Yeah. Because he was like away from the team. It's not really that bad, but because he's plays for the NFL, it's still really bad. That's the thing. Like it's still, it's still again. It's not against my personal rule. Like if he's not with the team, like if he's not actively playing for the team and he like, then I don't care if you got inside info, you got inside info. Eh. That's, that's something to be treasured. Like I, if you and I had inside info from somebody, that's just. And speaking of inside info. I did tell you something that a little birdie told me mm-hmm. that would happen in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. You know, that's 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 something. Um that, that's just called being really good at sports gambling, you know? <laughs> like but, but like yeah, yeah, I it's against the rules and he should be punished because it's against mm-hmm. the set rule, but yeah. to me it's not against any sort of code, any sort of like yeah. moral code, eth- ethics code. It's it's tough just because we could all do it, but he can't do it. Like if it was just right. Like hypothetically, let's say bet on the Thunder Bucks game tonight. Yeah, you know, eh, whatever. You know, they wouldn't care. But the thing that gets me is, like, I know, like, like even though stuff is legal here in Illinois, mm-hmm. the, I I still do I still do offshore stuff because I right. want the best price. Right. And offshore is com- and I know you do offshore in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Completely. We actually we just got we just got online like through an app like the first ones like just started popping up. Okay. All right. But you, but you're probably but still, still yeah. 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 I'm still because like 100%. You want, you want the best price. And right. offshore is completely like whatever. Like everything's in they do the stuff in crypto. You don't you don't have to know, know anything. Yeah. That's number 1. Number 2, hypothetically, let's say now you kind of give off a punter vibe. Let's say you're the punter for the Buccaneers. You know, <laughs> and we're out <laughs> 
and I'm your boy, and you just say, hey, E, why don't you download this app, you know, throw throw 50K that my boys are going to win. You know, yeah. what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why not just do yeah. that? But you put in your own goddamn mother effing name. So, it's, uh, so I will say um... – I've had some demoralizing things said to me and me putting off a punter vibe uh, might be the most demoralizing <laughs> thing that I've heard this week. <laughs> nah, dude, you can have a little punter vibe going, dude. I get it. Yeah, you I know, see it. You got, you got the arm tattoo. You got the beard. You got the trucker hat, dude. You got a little, pun, you got, you got a little punter vibe going, dude. I would, I would 100% have stood on the bench to watch the halftime show this year. I Yes, I'd give off big kicker energy. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it now. No, all right, so here's the thing. Like, you said it. It's like the whole thing of, like, he's just, like, the only person who can't take part. It's not like we're telling – they're, like, IHOP cooks that we're just, like, don't even look at a motherfucking pancake. Don't you dare look at a pancake. I'll suspend you for this IHOP for forever if you look at a pancake. Just you going to Walker Calvin. Brothers? Why are you going to Walker Brothers? <laughs> Why are you going to Walker Brothers? It makes zero sense for you to go to Walker Brothers. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it doesn't make sense <laughs> You know what I mean? Like literally, it just doesn't make it. Like I get it's the rules, but I guess like I I'm looking at this now. I think Greg Hardy is a pos. I hate yes. Greg Hardy. I'm not Absolutely. a Greg Hardy guy. Yeah, he got suspended for ten games, reduced to four. For what he did, four games. Yeah, four games. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's just mind boggling to me. And don't get me wrong, I get it's the rules and everything. And, you know, I, I understand that the athletes are betting on themselves, like with their performance and get, they get more money with how they do. But I just have a real problem with Ridley being suspended for a year and Hardy getting four games. That, that I guess that's my issue with the deal is uh, Hardy doesn't doesn't mess with the NFL's money. And people's like yeah. confidence in in the league and let that that are seeing a game that happens on the on the up and up. That's that's the issue. I yeah. mean, and I get it. I get it. No one wants to feel like I'm not one of these people. Like I I see it a lot. I read it a lot. I read it on social media. I hear angry comments that people are saying this person's throwing this game and this game is crooked and this race was crooked and this jockey did this. And I'm not one of those people like there are times where maybe I think something might be up there, but like, I don't believe it, believe that it's rampant at this point. And is that naivete on my part? It might be, it possibly could be, but I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think the fact that gambling has been sports gambling has been legalized should be a red flag that gambling might be a problem in the league, because I'm going to tell you the truth. Here's something people might not be ready to hear. People have been gambling on sports since way before it was ever legalized to do in the United States in different States outside of Nevada. And like, God, I'm contemplating if I should tell this story or not. Let, let me just say this. The injury report. Do you think the NFL would have an injury report if gambling no. wasn't involved? No, not at all. I mean, gambling and like that's why you like look at stuff like in my eyes. That's why MLB is hurting is because not many people gamble on it. You look at NFL, college football, boom, boom, boom. Even NBA. Yeah. March Madness. The most popular stuff everything's driven by gambling yeah you know and now you got uh, you know what i mean i don't know like it's just gambling makes the world go around and i get your point but i guess like my point is the way my mind works is just kind of like you know what i mean i'm looking at what hardy did and i'm looking at what ridley did and i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys know that there are People in every single league that gamble. Oh, I'll tell you this story. One of my friends, great, great football coach. He um, develops kids out on the um, on one of the coasts. Yeah, one of the coast. He's um, you know he works with kids that from about 12, 11 to when they go off to college. He's put guys in the league. Um, he was telling me a story. Like I was out visiting him actually. And he gets a call and son of a gun, you know, he put a bet in for a guy 
who may have been playing in a professional league, you know, and then the next day, you know, he may have had to give the guy money. Right. You know, so it you're just naive if you think people don't gamble. Right. Like you, you, you're just naive because you know what? At the end of the day, they do. And, yeah. you know, it is it is what it is. Um, the one other thing, like, so my, my eagle story. So I have a friend. He, um, you know, does some security stuff. No big deal. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, does some stuff for the um, for some like some big wigs. Um, he does some stuff for some uh, Eagles players, and um, Eagles won the Super Bowl. And uh, he's like, "Hey, man, you know, why don't you come out? You know, I can get us on the field." For that first Thursday night game after they won the after they won the Super Bowl. I'm like, sure, I'm in. I wanted to go to the bar that the Philly special was named after. Gotcha. I didn't know the day he was taking me, it was drag queen night. <laughs> <laughs> so like we pull into this bar and he's like gritted like ear to ear. And I'm kind of looking. I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, so in my head, I, I like, I have These ladies are sure there. wearing a lot of makeup. <laughs> we go and I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, these, these, uh, like, first I'm like, what? Where am I right now? It's like, dude, it's like a huge con. It was like a five hundred dollar contest, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely an experience, man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, that that was my only Philly. That's the only time I've been in Philly. Yeah. Field at a game for the Eagles and in a drag bar. That's, Hell yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I know I know that's what you only call a Tuesday, but yeah. for, me, for me, that was a big deal, man. Listen, I, I'm I'm there for the art. I'm there for the show, the show ladyship. Um, I guess I can't say. Well, yeah, showmanship, technically. Yeah. Showmanship. Showmanship. Yeah. Um, dude, great time talking, man. You know, we covered a lot of, of stuff. We talked a little JLo working out, we talked a little, gave out some NFL futures. Yeah, talked about uh, you know everything going on in the NFL. March Madness, great time of the year, um, dude. I didn't know if I told you this. I'm going to be going to the first round games up in Milwaukee. Hell yeah, that sounds I mean, fun, look, man. Look at this guy. So maybe I'm get a Razorback be... in your region. You can carry the banner for me, my man. Oh, the my perfect scenario is my South Dakota State Jackrabbits play the Houston Cougars and I'm there with my jackrabbit gear on the only one <laughs> in Pfizer forum. And I'm going to allow my, like I haven't drinked for since I started this like diet I was telling you about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to take one and a half of, I don't know of Milwaukee's finest. Let's say. Oh, Miller light. Yeah. I mean, even though it's so watered out, to get get the kid a little buzz, dude. Oh, yeah, get a little jackrabbit yeah. fever going. God, Ooh. man, Ooh. that's when Ooh. it only takes one and a half to get extra. That's that's a good place to be, oh, especially yeah, in a stadium. We call that the sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> I never told you, told you about the time I went to the Capital One Bowl, and uh, it was the first time I had line and kugels. And Ooh. I had a lot of line and kugels. And by the third quarter, I was just yelling into the void. Uh, this beer tastes like blueberries. How is this fair? Um, the little like teenage couple in front of us. And, the, and roughly the halfway through the first quarter was like, we don't want to be rude, but you spilled your beer on us like four times. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I didn't realize that. Arkansas had lost <laughs> until there were triple zeros on the clock. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you know what a fun game for a basketball game is? Uh, the Conference USA tournament's going on right now. I think it's at the, like the Williams Center in Frisco, Texas. Mm-hmm. This place is a huge auditorium. And it is so big. They have two games going on at once with like the, the curtain just in the, the middle. curtain in between? Yeah. So like a oh. game started like tonight. Someone may have won money on both first half unders. That's me. Um Maybe I'm just saying um, the they're going on at half an hour increment. So you can just kind of wander back and forth. That's awesome. We went there a couple years ago 
And I'll tell you what, it was kind of fun, man. I mean, get a little tanked in Texas, dude, you know, walking around with that, uh, you know, Budweiser down there, my friend, you know. Drink a little and, Lone uh, Star. So you got to get <laughs> a little Lone Star beer. A little Lone Star. Uh, man, the, with the curtain, the, the, um, the official like uh, killer of 13 year old boners because it separates the girls and boys gym classes. But I mean, like the thing is, is like a buzzer will go and you're kind of like looking and it's like the middle. <laughs> of the <party>. like, I'm <laughs> telling, it is like an experience. You're like, what, like what is going on? But awesome. no, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a different setup. You know, I like it. I've been, it's just college basketball this time of year is just, it, it's fun, man. It it's is the fun. best. It it's is the best. It, it is fun. And like that, that Chattanooga game, like, how would you feel? Like, because the game, I think, I think it opened as a pick. It closed at Chattanooga, like, minus one. Man, how would you feel if you had Furman last night? You want to talk about just a bet that just rips your heart out? Jesus. And just stops on it? I mean, yeah. I had I had Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, twenty to one. I mean, that I mean, they got it within two, and then all of a sudden, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry comes on the court, and they just go one for six to close the game, shooting threes. So I was never in it for my one for twenty. But goddamn, dude, that's just the the bad beats you get this time of year with like yeah. the totals and the spreads. Oh yeah, I mean, they're just something. They they Is are it, just something, man. It just gets wild, man. It gets absolutely wild. Like there's, you can't, it's the one thing is we don't have a metric for somebody's just will to win. And that's, that's what carries a lot of these teams this time of year is just somebody's will to win. I mean, speaking of will to win, the last thing we're going to talk about, I'm pulling this sucker up right now. We got the SEC tournament starting. We got the SEC tournament starting. We have the Arkansas Raisinbacks. Now, I believe off the top of my head, I think we got a little rematch against LSU to start. Is that true, my friend? Yeah, and who knows if uh, Will talking criminal conspiracy on the phone, Wade is going to be uh, going to be even coaching for uh, for LSU during the games. They just had a big time bombshell release on on Will Wade. Um, oh, yeah, what, I missed this. Why was it? Oh yeah, they well they they have like big time charged LSU with like failure to comply or lack of institutional control or whatever, which means I think they can actually fire Will Wade with uh with cause and not have to pay him um, before all really? this stuff comes out. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read on SI. I might be I might be oversimplifying it, but there's a there's like a big time thing into it, and it stems from him being caught on a wiretap a couple of years ago. So basically, the moral of the story is you need to have what Bruce Pearl had in Chuck Persons, a fall guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, don't um, talk about the phone. <laughs> so it's looking like LSU is going to play the winner, Old Miss, Missouri. I mean, Missouri may fight, upset Old Miss. LSU's through, hypothetically. Yeah. We have LSU and Arkansas games, game, uh, game after seven, so the late game. Mm-hmm. On Friday, oh Friday night primetime, dude, a little high life watching that bad boy. Yeah, uh, like, do you think they can get through that game? I do, I do. Exactly. I mean, you look, you look at how they fought to the end of that that Tennessee game. Like that Tennessee game shouldn't have been anywhere near as close as it was. That was really impressive. So I, I really impressive. I, I honestly, I think we got the fight to to beat anybody in the country right now. Now. Let's move on. The next game after that, it'd be in the semifinals mm-hmm. against Auburn. Now, this is my one worry. And I like, you know how much I hate Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know how much I just, I hate the Auburn basketball team. But my one worry is that game that they won, it, Arkansas was just dominating on the glass. That's my yeah. one worry. Yeah. That, that, I, that's my worry with them. That's a tough game. Um, I think that Auburn away from home is a paper tiger, though. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that completely. And it's kind of like a lot of teams in the SEC fall under that category this year. Yeah. Um, So you look at the bottom, you got Mississippi State against South Carolina. Mississippi State's the same way. 
mm-hmm. rock at home, not that good on the road. They mm-hmm. go to play Tennessee. Um, you and I have talked about Tennessee before. My issue with Tennessee is a elite defense, but they have these five, four minute stretches where they just can't score. Yeah, just can't score the score at all. Yeah. And when you play a team like Arkansas or like Auburn from the top that has the explosive playmakers, you have to be able to score. You yeah. If you don't to. if you don't score for a four or five minute span, they're gonna go up by 20. Yeah. Yep. And then the bottom of the bracket, long shot wise, is interesting for me. It's mm-hmm. like it's really interesting for me because a you got Vanderbilt who has Scotty Pippen Jr., who I think is an elite talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if he gets hot, you know, he can put a team on his back. Right. Um, on the flip side of that, you have Alabama, who pure per shot quality, which I love, yeah, is underachieved this year mm-hmm. and in terms of three point had some of the worst three point luck in the country. Sure. Those two teams to me are dangerous. They're very dangerous just because of those two factors. And yeah. I could see them getting on the run, but then I also heard that no team outside the top four has made the semifinals of the SEC tournament in like 10 years. That sounds about right. So I will say, I will say though, I mean, I hate to keep talking about drag queens, but uh, <laughs> Alabama does have that one kid that kind of looks like Beyonce. <laughs> I got called an asshole by Beyonce once. That's <laughs> so. So Janet Jackson and Beyonce. That's amazing. Jackson and Beyonce. Um, this was years ago. I was out in uh, California again. And, yeah. Uh, their first song was no, 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 no. And mm-hmm. the lyrical genius Wyclef Jean was in that video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we all I, had copies of the carnival dog. It's all right. <laughs> I may have seen her at a mall uh-huh. and gone up to her and said, oh, my God, you're the girl in the Wyclef video. She looked me dead in the face and goes, no, asshole. He's in my video. And walked away from me. Hey, you know what? There's few people in this world that can say they've been called an asshole by Beyonce and Janet Jackson. And that's when you knew she was headed straight to the top. (laughs) That's when I knew she was going to be Mrs. Jay-Z right there. That's what I said to myself. You know, I I could see Jay-Z saying, you will always be my sunshine to her. You know, so. Um, So great. We have a great weekend of sports coming up. Um, you know, Chase and I between our plays and everything. You have a horse racing show that comes out every Wednesday. Yep. Divine um, of the Dog. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell everyone what you're gonna be doing this week and um what time it is? Sure. We'll have a little recap of uh we had a, a little uh prep storm with uh with the Kentucky Der- Kentucky Derby preps last week. So we'll have a little recap of uh the Gotham Stakes, the uh Fountain of Youth, the San Felipe from uh, from Santa Anita. We'll take a look forward at uh, to the uh, Tampa Bay Derby this Saturday, and uh, you know, general banter. We'll just banter back and forth. We like to chop it up, if you will. So, son of a bitch, the Tampa Bay Derby's this week. Yep. Yep. God damn it! I'm gonna be betting fucking Tampa Bay Downs this weekend, man. That's man. It's <laughs> a bad. It's uh, granted. Granted, Oakland's been rough the last couple of weeks, but so I I'm, I might even look at it. But yeah, uh, Tampa Bay Derby. Tampa it's, Bay Derby, man. Th- guaranteed, Tampa this this happens every Tampa Bay Derby. Is um, someone falls in love with a horse that wins the Tampa Bay Derby, and that horse fails to do anything for the rest of its career, and they're they're still just throwing money at it like it could could run back could run back to that form. Trending in the right direction. He had a good workout. Let's go. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Chase, dude, you know, always a pleasure. Um, you know, we'll be here every week just shooting the shit, talking about sports. Um, I, you know, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter? I'm going to be turning you into an Instagram model soon. That's right. You know, we'll work on that. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter? Uh, you can always find me being abrasive on Twitter at 
of Oaklawn. That's O-F and the word Oaklawn. Some people think it's of. It's actually OnlyFans Oaklawn is what that's short for. <laughs> but it's at of Oaklawn. And uh, yeah, I've got uh, doing that. I've got to uh, well, see this Friday. I'm going to be uh, doing like USFL mock draft with the guys from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, Rod Gomez, I believe, hosting that one. And uh, yeah, just staying busy. All right, my man. I look forward to next week, man. Um, let's cash some tickets. Let's make some money, and uh, let's let's put in those Falcons futures, buddy. Let's let's get Lock those Matt Ryan. Let's start doing the Dirty Bird, dude. I have a Jamal Anderson jersey somewhere, man. Let's break it out. I still have the Dirty Bird. Look at that. That's how you Dirty Bird. <laughs> doing that, I throw out my back, man. It's, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week.